0: Radio's favorite podcast, the Grave Consequences Podcast, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I am Caleb B. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. Follow Greg at X Maserati. Follow the show at GC underscore cast. Again, check us out every Thursday morning. If you have, if you use Apple Podcasts like I do, go in there, rate, review, subscribe. Give us those five stars. You know damn well we deserve them um greg we are here today to talk about season one episode 37 of lucha underground the title of this episode is pen ultima lucha oh that's foreboding
1: it's foreboding and we're and we're going to title it something differently too i like Um, it are
0: are you going to uh, tell us that when it comes up in the show
1: yeah when i drop the uh the line yeah
0: okay i like it i like it that's fair enough so let's get right into it what do you say man
1: definitely i think i if i'm remembering the the matches correctly and yeah just to break the fourth wall like you did the previous episode we are we we watched these like a week or so ago Mm -hmm. and we for for real life reasons we haven't been able to record until now yeah And, and if i my memory serves me correctly i think i like this match or this this show
0: yeah and folks just to break the fourth wall even further we are recording back to back after episode 36 for what it's worth
1: Yep, unfortunately we have to because of my schedule and...
0: And, you know, and mine doesn't help, you know, it kind of limits you, and if something happens on that particular day, then we're kind of screwed, so I take my fair share of the blame here as well.
1: Fair enough. We can blame you. That's cool.
0: Yeah, we can we can blame both of us, but mostly me. Yes. Um, <laughs> so the show starts off with Dario Cueto talking in his office with Big Rick, and... uh Dario Cueto says, You know, I had big plans for you, but you got blinded by money.
1: There's a lot of iPods. A lot of.
0: Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Oh my God. Cueto, eventually Dario Cueto says, You know what? Like, you know, what's more important to you, money or power? And so Dario Cueto gives Big Rick the last Aztec medallion. So all seven have been given out, handed out, or, or awarded otherwise.
1: Well, don't forget what Rick said. Why just have one? Why choose? Yep.
0: Why choose when I can have both? So he gets the medallion and then he you know, kind of does the, like, come hither motion with his fingers and he gets a stack of cash as well.
1: I mean, I don't know why Dario doesn't just say, no, wrestle a match and I'll pay you. (laughs) I mean,
0: uh, Dario, like, he would have to pull out a resource of some sort if big Rick wanted to get angry with him. And I don't know if Dario wants to do that yet.
1: Big Rick has shown that he doesn't really have much heart to do anything.
0: (laughs) That's fair enough. Frankly. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But you know, big Rick leaves with the money and the power and he says, I'm glad we could finally see eye to eye. Got him. Yes. Fucking got him. RIP Dario Cueto. 20-whatever, 19-whatever-to-too-soon. Um, <laughs> Sergio Arua plays us in. And let's start off with some action. We've got Johnny Mundo versus Tejano. We get a Johnny Zero chant before the match started. And the crowd loved Tejano as well.
1: I thought it was Johnny Puto.
0: I heard Zero, but I could be wrong.
1: You could be right. I, I just heard-
0: uh... It wouldn't surprise me if they also chanted Johnny Punto at some point as well.
1: This was a good match, dude. I wrote down Tejano can go.
0: Yeah, Tejano can go. And for as crisp as those drop kicks are,
1: he's way too
0: good to doing that, man.
1: Well, they were high, too. They were beautiful, like, Okada-type drop kicks. Like, Mm -hmm. this Johnny Mundo, I don't know if it was because he's in the ring with Johnny Mundo, and Johnny Mundo is so good in Lucha Underground that he he made Tejano look great. But I realized that Tejano is kind of like, he's a big guy, right? Yeah, sure. they need to wrestle a certain way what? and they need. Yeah, they need to be in there with someone that can wrestle with them in their style. Like they can't really be doing flippy stuff. And I think that's sometimes where wrestling <coughs> matches get kind of out of sync where you got a big guy like Tejano trying to wrestle and other guys are trying to do indie type spots and it, it doesn't mesh very well. But if you put him in there with someone that's been trained in the WWE style but is off script, like Johnny Mundo, yeah. it was a great match.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was a great match. And uh, great I'm, chemistry. Kind of surprised they, I'm surprised they went with the finish that they did because I thought like, okay, there's no way Mundo loses a match this close to Ultimate Lucha. So I guess they got to beat Tejano. But lo and behold, Tejano wins by DQ. When And by the way, Tejano at one point is blinded. For what it's worth. <laughs> like, the crew interfered, so we had a four-on-one situation. And Tejano was like, like I said, at one point, Tejano was killing it, even with just one eye. But yeah, So we got a four-on-one situation. And of all people, to save Tejano, it was Alberto El Patron, the guy he was feuding with when he first came into the, to the organization. And so it's one of those, like, an unlikely uh, bedfellows situation.
1: Yeah, it was it was classic, you know, attitude I era where,
0: based.
1: yeah, where like you know Rock and Austin would have to work side by side to fight the McMahons or mm-hmm. you know Degeneration X or Corporate Ministry. It was it, that's and that's kind of what I was getting at. They those big guys they kind of need the Wrestle Attitude style where it's a lot of Irish whips, a lot of brawling. You know, it's kind of like they're constantly coming off of hot tags, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what this match was. It, it had Johnny Mundo. He, they they were getting his, his his heel side off really well. Very vicious strikes, very vicious. Like great, great knee knee strikes and kicks. I mean, but then Tejano's doing those amazing drop kicks and his his lines and his punches were looking crisp. I mean, this is kind of like the penultimate style of wrestling in my eye. And and I know I'm hyping this match up, but it's just you got a guy that can dive and flip and jump around and is very acrobatic. And you have a guy that can brawl and slam and just toss you around, and it, it the way the choreography of the match is just so crisp and so smooth and so natural and and entertaining, lots yeah. of, you know, uh, lots of hot tag kind of energy, just a great match overall. It's if anything, like they ended it right, they both get the look strong without anyone losing, mm-hmm. really, and and they're doing a good good job of rebuilding Tejano.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, and um, I mean, I'm just I'm ready to keep cheering Tejano. I'm not necessarily ready for his Ultima Lucha match because I know where we're going, but I am ready for what lies beyond that. You know.
1: Yeah, you're gonna find that I am too. I'm on board with rooting for him, but I know we, me and you, both know the match is coming up for him. <laughs> And it's just, and it's this kind of goes back to what I was just saying. I'm not going to go back to it for too much, but they had trouble finding people to wrestle in a way that, that accentuated the way Tejano fights. It made him look well, good.
0: Look, look, uh, Blue Damon has been an albatross on the show. You're right. Like, it, it just feels like they were like, well, we've got, we've got him, so we may as well use him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like anything he was associated with just kind of felt less than.
1: Yeah, they didn't know how to hype him up enough. They did a better job with Alberto Petrone and uh, Tejano yeah. than they did with Blade, Blue Damon. And Blue Demon could have worked because he could have been like a New Japan dad.
0: Uh-huh. You know what I
1: mean? Like he could have been like uh, Toby Makabe, like on the early card wrestling like a rookie. Uh, but this show is very, very storyline-based. So they, they're not going to have too many... They, they won't try to have too many uh, opening match-type fields. Everything kind of has to have a story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, right.
1: So that's, that's the best way to use a legend, in my opinion, instead of you know, feeding your new legends to <laughs> the old ones. Uh, and like you said, they didn't they had them, so they used them, but they didn't really get much out of it.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Next up, Dario Quito is in his office He's talking to Hernandez, and he gives Hernandez a beer, Hernandez goes to sit it down on the table and Dario Cueto immediately gives it back to him.
1: What happened? I forgot this part. What happened?
0: No, it's like Hernandez was going to sit it down on Cueto's table and Cueto wasn't having that.
1: Oh, okay. Like yeah. It
0: did not belong there. <laughs> but th- this is the segment where we actually established that Ultima Lucha will be a two part, um, story arc. Mm hmm. And Dario Cueto tells Hernandez that you know you've kind of you've pissed off the believers, and so for that reason we're gonna give the, we're gonna give the fans belts, and you know they're gonna be lumberjacks surrounding the ring, and if if you or Drago go out go to the outside, it is their um, I don't think he said obligation, but he said they are encouraged to whip you or him with a belt. So fans revenge. Believers backlash.
1: It's kind of dangerous too. I mean, I'm I'm gonna assume not remembering. I, I legitimately don't remember the match, but I'm gonna assume the first row is all plants because otherwise that's kind of dangerous. For
0: I would I think they got smartened up if they weren't.
1: Yeah, because you don't know if someone not intentionally could go for you that could hit you in the eye. Like yeah, you know, and and if he still went with it, then you know respect. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it was plants. <laughs> yeah, but.
0: Hernandez says, you know, I hope you have insurance because, you know, if if they lay a hand on me, I'm going to whip their ass. So he should. Yeah, he should. Damn well.
1: What if they did this? You remember when John Cena and Randy Orton beat up everyone in the WWE roster? Yes. You know what they should have done? What? They should have had Hernandez and and, uh, Drago fight all the fans. (laughs) <laughs> so that they don't have to deal with the belts. They just beat the shit out of everyone. And, and obviously, you know, use actors or don't, I don't care. That's even more fun. But they just show up and they're like, no, we're not going to get whipped. And they just beat up every single person in, in the arena until they become friends. Just like best yeah. friends or uh, just like uh, stepbrothers.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, you referenced the movie already. Never mind. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, where they beat up all the little kids. Just like yes,
0: that. Yes, dude. Yes. Next up we have cage versus the Mac and this is going fast and furious, especially from cage. And, uh, this match was pretty quick. Wasn't it?
1: It was pretty quick. Cause they keep having, and they keep continuing along a storyline between the way Mac keeps winning and, you know, cage. And this is where we get the title of the, the episode. Cause cause, vampiro says this vampiro says a lot of great stuff on this episode this is the first one he says referring to cage he says he looks like a bumblebee squisher yes
0: yes i remember that now
1: (laughs) you just think about cage going around squishing all the bumblebees
0: (laughs) gosh
1: it's like that is that a saying or did vampiro make it up
0: i feel like that's something vampiro might have made up or it, it it doesn't sound common that's for sure
1: it doesn't sound common it sounds like something a juggalo would say but you understand what the is trying to tell you
0: yeah but you know the mac gets the quick win so the mac is 2-0 at this point against cage if i'm not mistaken
1: 2-0 and and you're right he this is another uh roll-up pin i believe was it a roll-up
0: yeah it was a roll-up sunset flip
1: but these aren't distraction roll-ups, these are earned pins, like he's holding Cage to the ground so he can't get up, mm-hmm. and they're, they're getting across that Mac is stealing it, but Mac's good enough to get it, kind of like Yano in New Japan, if, you, if, you, if you're familiar with New Japan, that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what Mac's kind of doing to Cage but Cage isn't looking too weak because they immediately start brawling yeah, all so over
0: brawl, like, all throughout the temple
1: and it's, this is a good, a Cage is great and so is Mac. They're both amazing. And Cage has had all this momentum. He's been a he's been a monster. And this guy Mac comes in and he get, he earns a lot of credit because he doesn't just beat him. He he uses smarts and technical skill. Yeah. Uh, and he's also strong and, and big. So it's it's making a good. It's 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 very interesting how they're succeeding in making this feud better, even though they've already had Mac win twice.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's at this point as they're brawling that Dario Cueto comes out to the temple and he tells them that Ultima Lucha is too big for one night and we are going to do this starting next week and we are going to have another match between Cage and the Mac and it's going to be Falls Count Anywhere. It's at this point that Matt Stryker asks, what else does the boss have up his sleeve or his nose? Up his nose? Uh, Cocaine joke. Oh, Okay. Um <laughs> even though I don't think it's canon uh that Dario Cueto has a cocaine problem.
1: <laughs> I think, and this is part joke but part truth, how great would it have been if he did have a cocaine problem throughout the show and he was that dealing with be, all kinds of drug dealers and shit.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. I agree. You can go sure. full
1: scarface with that. He's just constant bloody nose, his white powder around his nose, he's always bloodshot eyes.
0: Yes. No, I agree. I agree. I endorse that idea one hundred percent. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time not to kill baby Hitler, but to uh, make sure that happened. Hmm. Yeah, that's how important that is to me. Um, Yeah. No, absolutely. So Dario Cueto, he's still out there in the crowd, and he's talking about the gift of the gods. And he's like, you know what? You know this. I promised immortality. And whoever wins this, you can receive a title shot at the Lucha Underground Championship at any time you wish. But I'm a business fan, businessman, and I like to promote my fights. So there will be no cash this in, as Dario Cueto described, which is a not-so-subtle shot at the Money in the Bank briefcase, but it's that's, that's fine. It was,
1: yes. It yeah. was a good shot. It was my favorite shot at WWE, though. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it wasn't wasn't so cringy that, you know, it wasn't cringy, which is good. And so Dario Cueto invites everyone who won a medallion out to the ring. And we have Sexy Star, Bengala, Arrow Star, Jack Evans, King Cuerno, and Big Rick. They're all here. But Phoenix, who won the first Aztec medallion, is not. Again, Dario said before, Phoenix was put into an early grave. And uh, Dario says, you know, we'll have a battle royal. But unlike other battle royals, once we get down to the final two, it will become a one fall match. And that's how we're going to describe our seventh and final Aztec medallion. Oh, by the way, um, before Dario said all of this, each of the Aztec medallion winners placed their medallion into a slot in the belt
1: and when they did a magnet pulled it in so that it stuck in there and that's when vampiro proved that if you didn't already know that he's a juggalo uh this proved it because he didn't understand how magnets work he said that thing just sucked it in there that thing's got power
0: (laughs) yeah well yeah (laughs) no one accused uh vampiro of being the sharpest knife in the drawer um but yeah, Dario mentions, okay, Battle Royale, final two, have a singles match. And at this point, Phoenix shows up. And Dario says, well, you're too late, even though he's late by like a minute, <laughs> whatever.
1: And he but, already had the title, or he already had a medal. Like, well, how did he lose it? There's no rule uh, on...
0: Maybe Dario made him FedEx to him from the grave. I don't know.
1: Is that like uh, how Vampiro made Johnny uh, Mundo bring Taya's belt from AAA back to Vampiro's, like, a stripper?
0: Yes, exactly. Nice. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we have the Aztec Medallion Gauntlet Battle Royal. This is sort of like the old TNA gauntlets, you know, where, um, again, similar concept. Get down to the final two, do a singles match. Loads of jags in here.
1: Yeah, they were, they, they. besides Phoenix, Phoenix is the only real name in this match. Besides, it,
0: I would say to a lesser extent, Marty the Moth.
1: Oh yeah, he wasn't here. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but Killshot actually gets tossed out pretty early, which may seem like, and the first thought I was like, "Man, this guy can't catch a win," yeah. but they actually do it. They actually did it to keep him strong because he got a fluke, you know, over the rope elimination. He didn't really get beat. Yeah. They protected him in a in a sort of way. I think they could have just had Pentagon. In this, are just or not Pentagon, they could have just had Phoenix show up with his medallion that he never lost, and they could have had Killshot win this rumble to get Killshot some. You know, he's doing good. Like I said, he they managed to keep him looking strong even though he's lost a few, uh-huh. but he could use a win.
0: I would agree. I would agree. And oh, at one point, Famous B gets multiple hope spots here. He actually eliminates Arhannis and Ricky Mandel. Until he gets a kill cutter on Famous. Uh, takes a kill cutter from kill shot. Masquerita Sagrada eliminated himself. So for, for that match, he was meal Masquerita Sagrada.
1: How did he eliminate himself? Because I forgot. He
0: dove out onto someone.
1: Why? Okay, whatever.
0: He, he like uh, head scissored someone out of the ring. That's dumb. I agree. I agree. Again, like I said, uh Mil- I made the Milmascaris reference from the ninety-seven Rumble. So for what it's worth. Because Mil Masqueris dove to eliminate himself. Uh maybe he didn't want to do a job, I don't know. Um <laughs> The final two was Phoenix versus Marty. And I love the uh the 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 polar opposites of how each of these guys got here. Marty Having already lost two qualifiers, Phoenix actually won one, and he's got to win his medallion again.
1: Yeah, it. But did you notice the finish? I don't want to get too ahead of you, but are you uh, cool going know. over? Feel free. <sighs> Marty never lost his shoulders. Both his shoulders weren't on the ground. He mm-hmm. there was a botched Hurricane Rana pin mm-hmm. by uh, Phoenix, which he never botches anything really. Yeah. Uh, but Marty didn't really get it all the way. And Marty's one shoulder was off the mat. Ooh, a yeah.
0: little bit of Boyle height screw job. That's interesting.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: We need to uh, go back in time and pick it.
1: We need to settle this before we ever settle the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels issue. This is a- more pressing.
0: Absolutely. At some point, Vampiro is on commentary. Oh no! Okay, okay. They're they're previewing Ultima Lucha. and Matt Stryker claimed that Vampiro was banned from TV. What? Yeah,
1: like in this, he's been on this episode. What, what did he say? The,
0: he's been on the season. He was on MTV in the two thousands as well.
1: So he he said Vampiro is banned from TV.
0: W- was banned. As oh.
1: Oh, yeah. he was trying to say that Vampiro is not allowed on TV, which is just, I guess my brain didn't absorb that comment because it's so stupid.
0: It is, yeah. Like, uh, he's been on TV for over half a year at this point. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I, and now that you talk about it, I think I remember him saying that. And I think it, I just took it as at one point he was banned or whatever. I, it's so stupid.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's how I took it too. But it's like, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, who in their right mind is like, oh my god, Vampiro, get him out of here. We can't have him. What the hell?
1: Me. But you're right.
0: <laughs> but not no. for like, oh my god, I'm offended. But like, oh my god, this guy sucks.
1: How does he not know how magnets work?
0: <laughs> yeah, exact. exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, Prince Puma, we're, we're told this is the night. Prince Puma is finally going to speak for the first time. God love false advertising. Prince Puma comes out alone in a black mask. Because Conan is dead by the way Conan folks is dead in the show he will not come back ever again
1: nope
0: that's completely genuine he is gone from the show as an on-screen character yeah he's Turns not coming back up.
1: for any of the future seasons which is fine he I actually if we're gonna talk about Conan for a second I think he did all right
0: yeah I mean uh other <laughs> other than that weird cage feud that like they used Puma as like a conduit for Conan to take the bumps. Like uh, he did fine.
1: You you know what? It's funny. I didn't think about it like that, but you're right. That was a very. It wasn't a Puma th- feud. It was a. It was a Conan feud more. And I and I think that's more. If you're gonna own a wrestling show, you got to be able to make sure everyone knows who's supposed to be getting. And I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a carny, but I think it would be. You know, number one, make sure you know who's supposed to be getting over in each segment. And they got confused. Sometimes they yep. got, they didn't get Puma over as much as they should. They kept getting Conan over. They kept getting, fucking, who else did they push over? They 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 tried to get Drago they felt over like with Puma.
0: Hero over like everyone else.
1: Yeah, and it's Puma. One, his 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 black mask he shows up in here is really hard. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It looked incredible. Two, he's an amazing wrestler. He. Like, you know how like the rock always was OK with losing and looking and selling for other people? Yeah, I think Puma's like that, but he goes too far. Like you can't always be when you're champ. You can't really always be underdog. I think that's when you got to yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not, I'm never I don't know. Let me ask you, are you ever interested in a, in watching a champ? That's a that's a baby face, uh, just always struggling to win
0: no i need some sort of i need okay pardon me there is an aspect there's a version of that that i am fine with and that's the guy who like you know he has the capability to win any match that he's in
1: mm-hmm. not
0: oh my god how is he how is he gonna find a way this time you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so like more like a chris benoit 04 less like a ray mysterio 06 type thing
1: or like we could even say like a Kurt Angle, yeah. You know he can't, or maybe like or even a, a Jericho, yeah. He has the capability to beat you. Less so a Jericho because he he did sell for a lot of people and he lets people get over on him. But mm-hmm. you know eventually the champion I think you, has to feel like they deserve to be in the in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Like they have to feel like they can beat people. And not every single person's going to be like, "Oh, are they going to lose the title?" Like you want that to a, a certain degree, yeah. But you want them to feel more like a Samoa Joe than a than a I don't know a Brian Kendrick,
0: yeah. No, absolutely. and that's not a knock
1: on Brian Kendrick because Brian Kendrick's great, but you know he's not WWE World Heavyweight Champion.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I would agree. I would agree. And. <laughs> Prince Puma has no time to speak because Mil Muertes comes out with all the drip in that suit he was wearing.
1: Dude, he looked pretty pimp. I mean, they're really take their... Whoever's in charge of the uh, wardrobe is really doing a great job at the end of the season. Pentagon's mask was hard. Uh, Puma's mask mask looks incredible. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mil's suit is... He's got the drip, you know?
0: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um... (laughs) (coughs) Prince Puma lays down the belt, draws a line in the sand, and he waits for the Disciples of Death to show up for a fight. It's the go-to-kick, and a statement has been made. Court screwed to the outside. Mil Muertes comes in for the fight. Prince Puma knocks down Mil, Mil Muertes. And it's at this point that Prince Puma goes to the top, looks Katrina dead in her soulless eyes, slashes the throat Undertaker or Benoit style. And nails the 6.30 on Mil Muertes. Champion looking strong. Only two weeks to go to Ultima Lucha. And this is the last time we will see them face off before Ultima Lucha. Before their match at Ultima Lucha.
1: You know what? Uh, we can edit this out if it's too spoiling. spoiler
0: yep. spoiler e.
1: Yeah. Uh, she looked at Puma. But she didn't lift the rock up.
0: No. She didn't. You're right
1: mill power comes from the rock Mm -hmm. and she didn't use she didn't activate it yeah so
0: yeah and uh we'll talk about that next week about the power of the rock um of course whitney houston knew the power of the rock but um
1: oof too soon power
0: the too late it's been like (laughs) seven but no, uh, we will. I will uh, have a mini rant about that next week.
1: But what are you, you going to have a mini rant about?
0: About the uh, the the stone, the stone of death, or whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it has a name, but that'd be cool.
0: Um, I'll have a rant about it next week. Cool. Um, so that's the show, and uh, you know, pretty pretty tight, pretty concise one. Let's go into grading, man.
1: Uh let me look at the notes. Let me see what the ma- what the whole show was. Okay. I didn't even think about a grade yet. I I'm going to probably give it a B.
0: Yeah, it was very good. They're uh, returning to form just before Ultima Lucha, which you no know, time like the present, you
1: know. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that B is because of the momentum was kind of halted by the last 3 episodes um or if you know, I don't want to rate it too highly either, but I I'd say a a, a low B.
0: No, you're you're absolutely right. I would I would give this an, an even B actually I would give this a full blown eighty five. Um, that that last segment amazing the Aztec Battle Royal uh, for what they were trying to do very impressive. Cage in the Mac they they built that story up just a little bit more. Mundo versus Tejano was short but I thought really good and it it did a really good job to you know get the uh, get the crowd invested they were very much into it and very much into Alberto making the save. And, uh, again, a good go home show before a big season, uh, two part season finale.
1: No, I'd agree with that. Cause everything they, tr- every, everything they did, they succeeded on. They, they had a nothing match with, with Mundo and, and Tejano to get them both over in different ways. They succeeded. Uh, they got Johnny Mundo over as a heel, a cheating heel and a vicious heel. And they did. And they got Tejano over as, you know, a strong, uh, able, you know, fighter, and then they had a nice Attitude Error, you know, enemies becoming friends segment at the end that everyone loves. The crowd, mm-hmm. if you're live, the crowd loves it. And if the crowd's into it, they, they love it even more. Yeah, Like you said about Cage and the MAC, that's a great match. It's and, it, and it's not, there's no stalling in the momentum like with Sexy and Superfly. There's no disjointedness. It's it's just building and building yeah. as you want it to. Like uh, they've been, they haven't, you know, shot their load too soon and, and it's still just getting better and better. And, uh, the other matches, anything storyline wise, they was great. Puma and mill. That was perfect. The way they did that. Lots of action, lots of attitude. And what was the other match that was going on? Uh, battle they had the Royal. awesome, the battle Royal was, I got Phoenix office. I'm not too high on it, but there was nothing wrong with it. Uh, Besides the thing with uh, kill shot, but it's that's like nitpicking and other than that you know I love the thing with uh, the Aztec uh, gift of the Gods belt it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite belts:
0: yeah it is and it quite frankly again anyone who hates the belt can fuck off that belt's awesome
1: it looks cool and it has a great mechanic it like actually it's it's basically the royal Rumble mm-hmm. in a belt you win it yep. you can you get a champ you get a shot at the champ but if oh. you wait too long you could, someone was... takes a shot at you
0: I forgot to mention, yes, that is, a, that is a stipulation of the gift of the gods.
1: Yep, you have to do it in two weeks. Otherwise, someone else can challenge you for it. So it can't be something stupid that you get and you hold on to. So you can't have a stupid thing where a shit heel is going to hold on to it for a whole year and wait till WrestleMania. No. The whole
0: time, and yeah.
1: Because they got to defend it. Yeah. And they have to, and they can't just steal it from you after you lost the match because they have to plan it out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And with that being said, folks, that's the, that's the show. Wow. We really zoomed through it, brother.
1: We did. But um, you know
0: what? it was good. Like it, we weren't, we weren't zooming through it. Just to get it uh, done. Like, well, I, I, I legitimately enjoyed this episode.
1: It was, you're right. Uh, this, and that's, I think that's why we zoomed through it. Cause we enjoyed this one more. Mm-hmm. And there was more that we could actually talk about, you know, some interesting things.
0: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And folks, again, there are some other great episodes or great shows on this social suplex podcast network. But we are the greatest, of course. Some of the other greats include 8-Bit Suplex that is based around Impact Wrestling and video games that is hosted by Shooter Santos, Sandy Gaviria, and Heel Josh number two, Josh McLaughlin aew-based program or podcast all things elite hosted by floyd johnson jr and austin Summerwitz. great match generator take a generator random generator pull up some great matches talk about it review discuss that sort of thing you can listen to great match generator hosted by dj cooks if you want something for independent wrestling listen to grown men watch this shit hosted by chris things and that's right dawson himself james vanderbeek If you want a New Japan-based podcast, listen to Keeping It Strong Style, hosted by Jeremy Donovan and the young boy, Josh Smith. Uh, Of course, we wouldn't be here without the original show here on the network. Again, we are the favorite podcast of this podcast. One Nation Radio, hosted by Rich Latta and James Boyd. They talk WWE, AEW, stardom, sports, politics, everything. And last but definitely not least, we have the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show that is hosted by my two good friends, Ricky and Clive, from over in Scotland. So, a little bit of international flair here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Of course, with any and all of these shows, if you want to get one major feed to not clog up your podcast app, you can subscribe to the Social Suplex Podcast Network or just subscribe to the solo feeds if you want um, definitely subscribe to if you subscribe to the solo feed also subscribe to or or pardon me if you subscribe to the main feed also subscribe to our solo feed listen to us twice give us two listens we deserve it we've done a damn good job here wouldn't you agree Greg agree oh for sure yeah I got word vomit going on I can't even hardly talk right now it's wild um
1: (laughs) now you're actually doing all right
0: yeah folks that's the show and Thank you for listening. God bless you. And you know what? Maybe, just maybe, if you don't subscribe to our solo feed, you'll have to suffer grave consequences.